We we got the news. Welcome to the new music podcast. Uh, <laughs> let's get ready to podcast. Um, thank you for joining us. Despite our really terrible introductions, like they By don't the way, get any better. Yeah, yeah, they don't. <laughs> no, they <laughs> they don't. really haven't. We they tried don't. really hard to make them sound professional in the beginning, but I think we've and lost that. I think I think we just don't care anymore. <laughs> I mean, we do. We do we and we don't. don't. We do and we don't. Ugh, well, <sighs> welcome back to the New Music Podcast. We got your two regular jackoffs from upstate New York. My name is Patrick. And I'm Kyle. And, and this is our podcast. <laughs> that's what it's called. It's called our podcast. Yeah. The new but, music um, podcast. So, we are, welcome back. I, I don't know about you, Patrick, but I'm fucking hype about this fucking week. Not even the news-wise. I mean, yes, news-wise, but it goes into our topic of the week. And I am fucking hype because <laughs> I want to destroy this fucking news. I just oh, want to. Yeah. Hot oh, its yeah. head off and shit down its neck. That's all I want to do. Ooh, ooh, oh, that's yeah. quite a visual so, there. Yeah, quite a visual for the first minute of this episode. That's a fact. <laughs> uh, we just got done interview with our interviewer. Um, I'm not gonna say because we don't know which one's gonna come out first. <laughs> because Patrick gets to decide, and it's probably gonna be a game of podcast roulette or some shit yeah um, eeny meeny miny mo catch a tiger by the toe <laughs> and that one just got uploaded yeah but so, um if you're listening to this happy new year and merry christmas yeah, well see. merry christmas and happy new year and and a good old hail krampus uh, yes because um, can't fuck good with krampus movie. good movie actually good movie that came out actually indeed Indeed. That was a while ago. Holy shit. That that's, was a couple of years ago. I got to admit, that's one of the movies that I usually watch with Jen every year. Um, it's on the Christmas list. And one of them, that it's like that one, Gremlins. And honestly, she likes to watch some of the like classic ones like um, yeah, right, right, right. The, the Santa Claus or Christmas yep. with the Cranks and shit like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We got to go through most of the rotation. Um, yeah. Jack Frost is one of the ones I usually watch that Jen doesn't participate in because she thinks it's cheesy. And I love it because it's cheesy. So there we go. Um, so we haven't talked in a while, Pat. How are you? Things have, uh, things have been pretty intense. I just worked nine days straight. Um, have not had a day off. This has been the first day off I've had in nine days. And it's it's a breath of fresh air to finally be able to sit down on my my desk yeah. and actually do something took my days off for this week actually um that i learned because of the holidays now um so they yeah took your, they took your holiday they no, well no they took my days off that i usually have and put oh. it into yeah so i i believe i have monday off i believe but this is recorded on a friday mm -hmm. um i usually have sunday and monday off but since christmas is on a wednesday or tuesday i think it's a wednesday it's a yeah it's a wednesday well I, I have wednesday off oh because walmart christmas is, actually Eve is tuesday yeah. christmas yes. day is wednesday i'm working tuesday but so we i'm off both, right? yeah i got um, both off because my boss i 
well, for better or worse, my, my boss respects the fact that I have a kid. Um, <laughs> and that I want to spend that time with my fam. Yeah. And so... it's funny because I was kind of pissed when I realized I was working nine days straight until I really looked at the schedule and I realized, well, wait a minute. My birthday is December 9th. She gave me four days off around that time. Yeah. And then she gave me another four days off on Christmas. Right. So I'm okay with that. I can, I can, I can power I mean, through nine it. days straight. Fuck it. Yeah. Ah. So what have you been listening to? Because I have, I, I've been listening to um, some different music, actually. What, what do you, you mean been by different to? music? Um. Well, so I've been listening to, hold on, let, let me go real quick. Hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. So I've been actually listening to a different kind of playlist on my phone. Um, well, actually, two playlists, actually. Um, I've been listening to Crip of Death and Metalcore Meltdown. Um, Metalcore Meltdown is pretty much just Metalcore, basically. Um, Crip of Death is pretty much like fucking death metal and fucking black metal. Well, I wouldn't say black metal. I would say like more of slam and shit like that. But um, I've been listening to that, um, and I also found a new band that I very much like, and I'm very into right now, which I don't know if you've heard of this, Pat, but um, let me go into the thumbs up real quick. Um, the thumbs up. <laughs> the thumbs up real quick. Um, uh, I've been listening to... Hold up, where is it? You son That's of a interesting. Bitch. I've never heard of. I know, I'm a dick. Is it not gonna like show me? Oh, uh, Rivers of Nile is a band that I very much enjoy. Really? Um, yeah, I That's am interesting. Very, I very, especially the Silent Life. That song, six minutes and thirty four seconds. It's fucking beautiful. You know, I have to say, I hugely respect your growth in music taste through the <laughs> from the beginning of the podcast until now. <laughs> I appreciate There's that. definitely something to be said about that because you never used to listen to like death, like straight death metal, like Rivers of Nile. Yeah, and I've also <sighs> listened to Genocide Pack. That's a band that I've been listening to. Um, I've also been listening to Vomit Renaments. I believe that's how you say it. Renaments. Remnants? Uh-huh. Yeah, I believe so. Wire Rope Strangle is the song that I listen to. And from Genocide That's Pack... That's a great song title. Oh, yeah. Genocide <laughs> Pack, I listened to the song... The track that I listened to was Conquered and Disposed. The, check out those those songs. Um, I've been also listening to Revocation, uh, Crumbling oh, Imperium. Oh, I love Revocation. Oh, yeah. That's, um, that's a great oh, hell yeah, band. Dude. I've also listened to Hideous Divinity, The Dead in Room. That song's lit. Are you lit. talking about Hideous Divinity? Yes, that one. Hideous oh, Divinity. okay. Damn, it's been a while since I've even heard that name. Yeah, um, I've listened to Dark Tranquil- Tranquility, uh, especially the song Terminus, quote, Where Death is Most Alive, end quote. I've also listened to Bloodbath, uh, So You Die. That's fucking that's that song is fucking lit. Um uh oh, I've also damn. yeah, I've also started to like Cannibal Corpse. And um I know what you're going to say. 
I know what everybody's going to say that's listened to this podcast, that I've hated Cannibal Corpse and I've tried to listen to him. But the song that got me into him was Hammer Smashed Face. Not even going to yes. lie. Not even going to yes. lie. <laughs> Um, that is yeah. the fucking song that everybody has to hear first. It's either that oh, one yeah. or I agree. Wait, is it "Kill Your Mother, Rape Your Dog"? It, I don't oh, know if that um, one. I can't remember what the fucking song was. Never mind. That's a dying fetus song. Yes, that's dying fetus. That's dying fetus. My bad. Um, My bad. I've also been listening to um, the Josh A Radio, and lots of great I'm shit not... on that one. To be honest, oh, yeah, definitely. Young Revive, Lil Revive. Fucking listen to that guy. Little Revive is fucking lit. Hell um, yes. Little Revive, if you're listening to this, first of all, we made it. We made it. Second of all, I totally respect his his style. Oh, yeah, dude. Like, there, there was some times where I could not tell the difference between Jake Hill and him. Not even a joke. Yep. I was yep. like, ooh, this is Jake Hill. Nope, bitch, you nope. thought it's Little <laughs> Revive. And bitch, I've also listened thought to- it was. Yeah, and also, I came up, I saw this new fucking artist, and dude, I meant to send it to you, but I didn't. Um, Listeners, if you want a funny fucking song, (laughs) listen, if you want to listen to a rapper that's stupid funny with metaphors of sexual metaphors, look up Young Gravy, bro. Look up Young Gravy. He's so fucking funny. Like... (laughs) Young Gravy, especially Young Gravy and Patrice, P-A-T-R-I-C-E. It is the Patrice. Patrice. It is the shittiest fucking beat, but he fucking makes it work. It's fucking hilarious. Again, listen to Young Gravy. The track is Patrice, P-A-T-R-I-C-E. It's fucking lit. Um, and also Fuck Billy, you. and I've also listened to uh, Billy. Oh God, I'm gonna butcher this guy's last name. Eilish. Mart. No. <laughs> fu- uh, Billy March. Marchifa. Uh, it's M. No, it's it's spelled M A R C H I A F A V A. Um, yeah, and listen to the song "No Vaccinations" because it's fucking stupid, and I love it. It is fucking stupid. <laughs> it is fucking stupid. But yeah, that's what I've been listening to, Patrick. And that's honestly a longer list than what I've been listening to, mostly just because lately I've been in kind of like writer's mode. So I haven't been listening to too much because obviously when you're in writer's mode, you don't want to listen oh, to yeah. too much because you don't want to pull inspiration from somebody exactly. else. Um, and so admittedly, when it comes to the new releases portion of that, the episode i'm probably going to be a little bit behind on that because there are some songs on the catalog that even even just came out today like disfiguring the goddess i gotta check that shit out which we Um, were told by by the person the guy we just interviewed yeah so um well hey uh pat daddy's gonna take a really quick break so he can piss but we're gonna be right back we're gonna be right back i promise (laughs) we haven't even gotten in the news i know (laughs) it's gonna be a long one ladies and gentlemen no, it's not. I'm not going to take five piss breaks, I promise. Well, not, not, right not piss. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Be right back. Ben ready, Pat. What the fuck? I'm ben ready. <laughs> uh, thank you for bearing with us. Kind of had a uh, 
restroom emergency to take care of. Um, I've had a few too many to drink already. And so that's, yeah, it is what it is. I've only had two. No, I've had three. And you've had four. Who's the alcoholic now, listeners? (laughs) This fucking guy right here. So I'm going to jump straight into the first piece of news, which is surprisingly surprising to me, really. Um, the song by A Day to Remember, I Made of Wax Larry, What Are You Made Of, has been certified gold. Oh. So I have a Rock Sound article in front of me with that fucking headline, and it says underneath it, it's like, more like I'm made of gold, Larry. <laughs> I fucking hate people. <laughs> I think they pulled this picture from the music video, but... They all look like, yeah. Burr? Burr? like if, yeah. it's uh, 10 years after it was originally released. A day to remember's huge single. I'm made of wax where I'm made of wax. Larry, what are you made of? Has officially been certified gold in the U S um, we're talking about the monumental album homesick. Right. <clears throat> um, For context, gold certification in the U.S. is equivalent to selling 500,000 units. So with half a million units of your made of wax, Larry, your weight made of wax, Larry, Jesus Christ, sold. That's a lot of breakdowns. Wow. Thanks, guys. Thanks, Thanks, dude. And you know what? Jeremy McKinnon's face right here. That's that's my fucking face right now. All right. from that sentence alone. <laughs> exactly. So no need to go any further into that article because I'm just I'm stoked for them. Not that I have oh, yeah. really been into a day to remember same, at all for the here. last couple of years. Um that's still something to celebrate. Any when anybody in the industry has done well, we need to celebrate that and not shit on them and call them sellouts. Facts. So definitely wanted to hit on that. Now um, I have another article here. Uh, the PRP news. Uh, we've we've brought them up a couple times on the show. Yeah, um, I believe so. Someone we've definitely talked about in great lengths is Lorna Shore. Um, right. they officially welcome Andrew O'Connor to their lineup, which means they are a full band again. Um, oh, so Andrew O'Connor, um, having played with him for some time, commented that. Hey, all, we all feel it's time to announce that our good friend Andrew O'Connor has officially joined the LS family. For those of you who have seen us on tour, he has been a part of those live performances, performances, which we feel have been the best and most confident we have ever felt on stage. His skill level and energy are something we have wanted in this band for a long time, and the future of Lorna Shore has become even brighter with the addition of Andrew. He stepped up for us in one of the toughest times and continues to do so every step of the way. So we welcome Andrew O'Connor to the band. There we go. And um, I do want to bring up uh, some quick clarification because last week we talked a lot about the Juice World situation before we had all the facts. And so... Most of you know by now, because 
unless you've been living under a rock, you've heard what happened with Juice World. Yeah. He died swallowing a handful of pills um, because he was trying to hide them from the cops. Or at least that's how the story is being spun. Yeah. So um, I think it's obvious that we we don't know what really happened. None of us were actually there. We just know, yeah. again, how the story is being spun. And so we don't know if someone shoved those pills down his throat. We don't know. But we do know that two of the security guards were the ones charged with um, possession of the firearms that were on that plane. Yeah. And so they were being searched. They were being basically... They already they there was an anonymous tip that they had all this stuff on the plane because they were right. on their way to celebrate his twenty first birthday, and so I guess he had plans of celebrating in style. Oh yeah, so that that happened, and while I still kind of feel bad that he died so young, oh yeah. at the same time a lot of my sympathy was lost when I realized exactly what happened. I mean, yeah, I mean, I want to go over that, too. I mean, yes, I understand it's your 21st birthday. I've been there. We've all fucking been there. That's over 21. We've all, guys, come on. We've all been there. But, like, as soon as I heard, like, the fucking, like like you said, the fucking handful of pills because, oh, God, we don't want to get caught by the fucking cops. Like, come on, dude. Like, that. yeah, I kind of lost sympathy for that Especially with that. Like, come on. <laughs> it's pretty weak. Not even gonna lie. It's pretty, pretty fucking weak. Um, yeah. If you had just kind of, like, faced it, maybe you yeah. would have, um, maybe you wouldn't have been dealt such a shitty hand. You'd still be alive right now. But, <laughs> I mean, you know. Yeah. But, you know, <clears throat> there was also a massive amount of marijuana on the plane, too. Oh, yeah. In, in Ziploc, yeah. uh, not in Ziploc bags. What am I talking about? In vacuum sealed bags. Yeah. Ziploc yeah. bags. <laughs> Lots of, of cannabis. And you know what? That that at least makes some sense. Well, yeah. I mean, not it's going to be his 21st birthday. Yeah. I mean, but not I can the, see. Not the handguns. Yeah, that's. Sure. Yeah. That's that's a bit much. And of course, I don't want to spend too much time on it because obviously this is just something that like I feel is kind of already common knowledge at this point. Yeah. Um, so I want to move forward and celebrate another emo rapper. So are you familiar with the artist Lil Lotus? I've heard of him. I've never actually listened to him. I'm not well, you might have to start listening to him because Epitaph okay. just signed him. So congrats to Lil Lotus. That means that he is now the second um, emo rapper who has been signed to a major metal um, record company. So fucking congratulations. Yeah, that's that's a pretty fucking big deal for emo rap. And, and especially oh, yeah. because I think because of the loss of um, Lil Peep, You're Triple right. X Tentaction, and now Juice World. The world's kind of catching on that emo rap is much bigger than yeah. they had originally thought. And it and everyone's trying to get that money. Trying oh, to get yeah, that definitely. bread. Trying to so. get these bread. Next, I have an alternative press article. Travis Barker starts a new label. 
Oh boy. Travis Barker, drummer Blink-182, starts a new label. <laughs> um, inspired I'm kind of skeptical. By... Yeah, I know. I'm <laughs> skeptical. I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to lie. I'm for a lot of reasons. <laughs> but we have a Lil Wayne and Rick Ross collab that came from it. So it seems to me, just based off the headline, that this is going to be mostly hip-hop. Probably. I, at this point, I feel like Travis Barker's name is more synonymous with hip-hop than punk. Yeah. Kind of how I, can I feel. See that. Yeah. Um, so, let's see here. Blink-182 drummer and kick-ass mix master Travis Barker. I mean, I, mean, I guess that's kind of subjective, of course. Right. Um, has formed a new label, DTA. Um, the label's first release is Gimme Brain, collaboration between Lil Wayne and Rick Ross. With dta barker has entered into a joint venture with electra records he'll assist in both artist development and use it as an outlet for numerous joint projects with other musicians i'm surprised that it took him this long in my opinion to uh kind of go down this route just with how many different collabs that he's been in like if you just google travis feature travis barker you you'll probably have like a good two hour playlist to go listen to. Yeah. Um, all right. So we have a quote here. I wanted to, I wanted a label partner that I trusted with true artist development. Barker says about the Alliance with Electra as an artist. It's important to me that an artist's vision is protected at all costs. It's crucial that I'm able to look at an artist in the eye and believe it. When I say that we can take them from a basement to an arena that's a pretty bold statement right there yeah that's a big statement (laughs) electra's track record and belief are proof of that which i'm sure is kind of subjective as well um and i'm stoked to continue to build the that legacy together through dta records travis is obviously no stranger to hip-hop culture like i just said and uh order heading up a record label in addition to his membership in transplants with Tim Armstrong, which you should fucking check out because transplants is sick. Um, Barker did live sets with close friend and late DJ AM. Didn't know he passed away. RIP. I didn't know either. (laughs) Yeah. So that married his sense of groove with inspiration turntablism. In the early 2000s, Barker created an imprint with Atlantic LaSalle Records. I'm sure I butchered the hell out of that, so I apologize. (laughs) Um, That record, that released records by post-hardcore outfit Kinnison, as well as Kologoth Duo Prayers. Right. Yeah. Um, So... Travis is nothing short of creative juggernaut. The statement reads, as a drummer, songwriter, producer, remixer, collaborator, label head, and um, and entrepreneur, he's driven by an incredible passion for the music. Insatiable curiosity and unstoppable energy. Wow, this, this whole article is just sucking Travis Barker's dick. <laughs> Look, I'm not trying to say anything bad about Travis Barker. Clearly, I don't I don't even 
have enough talent in my pinky finger to compare <laughs> to him. But yeah. I think that at this point, yeah, that's really all the article is doing. And I, I look forward to seeing more from uh, DTA Records. Right. So let's move on, shall we? Probably my favorite article right now is Denny's <laughs> releases a statement on the hardcore oh, yeah. show that this wrecks one of their restaurants. <laughs> this is this is amazing. Like, first of all, it started as a little meme from a little band. It was like, what the fuck is up, Denny's? Boom, 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 boom. <laughs> like, I, I fucking love that video. To this day, it will always make me laugh and smile. I can't not grin at least a little bit just to the phrase oh, yeah. of what the fuck is up, Denny's? It's facts. <laughs> Fucking A, man. So just putting this out there, this is a Metal Sucks article. And by now, if you've been listening to the podcast, you know how I feel about Metal Sucks. So let's take this one with a grain of salt, shall we? All right. When we first heard earlier this week about a show for a for the hardcore band Wacko, Hold on a minute. Hold on. Hold on. <laughs> Someone named their band Wacko. Of course it's a hardcore band. Of course, of course it's a hardcore <laughs> yeah. band. I could see like a punk or a hardcore band. It's one of the two. One of the two. <laughs> in red letters, causing hundreds of dollars in damages to a Denny's location in Santa Ana, California. Oh. Our reaction was basically... Well, duh. Not exactly our reaction, well, duh, but no. it was more of a, of course it was a fucking hardcore band. Yeah. <sighs> the person who booked the show was only 17, and it was the first show he'd ever booked. Oh, God. Surprise. Imagine my surprise, of course. <laughs> oh, man. And this is an active restaurant. Wow. All right. Oh my God. Personally, if I showed up to Denny's one night, I got to be honest. If I'm going to Denny's, it's either for breakfast, which means morning time. Or for breakfast. Or I'm showing up (laughs) at three in the morning for breakfast. Yeah. Because I'm stoned off my ass or drunk. I don't, I don't know. Except for that one time where we couldn't get a fucking hotel room when we were working at Regis that one time, we only had it for oh, dinner. Yeah, but just, yeah, besides the whole, point. The whole other besides thing. the point. Besides but the yeah, point. Breakfast I or for honestly, breakfast? <laughs> if, you, if you're going to Denny's and you start seeing a hardcore band performing, honestly, I would be, I would be stoked. I think I'd jump into the pit without even a second thought. Seriously. Depending Hold on, on let me finish my part. eggs real quick. <laughs> let me get this breakdown. I feel like I would throw my eggs into the pit. Um, <laughs> yeah, yo, let me get another plate of keep those endless pancakes coming. Come on, come on. <laughs> if you if you haven't gotten endless pancakes from Denny's, you haven't gone to Denny's. Just just saying. I mean, that's um, all right. So being surprised that the Denny's got wrecked is like being surprised that humans can't breathe underwater. <laughs> Thank you, Metal Sucks. Thank, Thank you. you. You you've given us a golden sentence. That was that was a great little nugget from from uh from this article. You you did you did good with that one. So whomever allowed the show to be booked in the first place is clearly a nincompoop. 
how do you follow up that golden sentence with that with a, shit? Yeah, seriously. Come on. God, Grow up. It. Come on, bro. Denny's, of course, is denying all responsibility on behalf of said nincompoop. <laughs> a historically racist food chain tells the historically racist Fox News. Here we go. <laughs> Here oh we my go. god, what the fuck? That changed a whole fucking direction. What the fuck? What the fuck, Metal Sucks? I hope you're Come listening. Come on. To this. Please. First of all, we made it. Second of all, I hope you're fucking listening. <laughs> I hope you're listening because you're about to fucking hear it. All right. Denny's is oh a family god. friendly restaurant, and while we do not have banquet space available at some restaurants, we do not allow events that can disrupt the dining experience of the of our guests. The manager was unaware a concert was planned, and the event organizers have been asked to pay for damages. Yo, can you imagine? Can you imagine throwing that bill at a 17-year-old? You know their reaction is oh shit. Oh shit. I'm pretty sure like if the manager had no idea, I guarantee you it was like the fucking dishwasher or the fucking overnight cook. You know 100%. How else does he have the connections to be able to say, Facts. hey, uh, so so uh, we're putting together this show at Denny's tonight. You guys want to play? Guys in the band, wacko. You said Denny's? Yeah, I'm man. In. I'm you son of a bitch, I'm in. I'm, I'm, like, <laughs> I'm pretty like, like you gotta know. It's it has to be like an overnight cook or an overnight fucking dishwasher. You know for a fact. It's gotta be an overnight guy. 100 percent Oh the response. God. What what follows in the article is again, that sounds like a shitty manager to me. Even if the promoter never told the manager he was putting on a concert, you'd think all the musical equipment would have tipped him off. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> All right, that's fair. That's fucking fair. Fair, fair, fair. Oh, man. If they rented out the space and didn't leave behind any staffers to supervise, that also seems stupid. Yeah. I mean, just the whole idea yeah. is kind of stupid. But it just screams hardcore, man. It just screams like... <laughs> like, hardcore bands will set up in a parking lot. I've seen that shit happen. Yeah. I've seen that shit happen. And you know what? Fucking more power to you. You do you, boo-boo. Exactly. Uh, I guess I'm saying there's no version of this where the manager didn't fuck up. So fuck that manager. I'm not going to say fuck that manager. I'm going to say great job paying attention to your staff. But that's it. (laughs) I'm not going to say fuck that manager because clearly this was outside of his control. Oh yeah. There's too much a Denny's manager could have done, especially depending on what time of day this happened. Oh, yeah, definitely. The good news is that a crowdfunding campaign launched on behalf of the adolescent promoter that has now raised more than $1,000 to help cover the costs. So that kid should still be able to afford a corsage. What? For his winter, for his date to the winter formal. Oh my gosh, shut the fuck up, metal sucks. You can tell a fucking boomer wrote this with that sentence alone. Okay, boomer. Fucking A. Fucking A, man. 
All right. Oh, 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 wait. Oh, wait. Here we go. Here we oh. go. I'm 45, and when the 80s hair metal scene, where's the rest of it? Where's okay, the rest boomer. of it, Metal Sucks? You're going to open up the conversation like that, and you're not going to finish? Okay, Boomer. Just keep, just keep throwing us more articles that we don't care about. <sighs> Fucking boomers, dude. All right. Well, that concludes that story because Metal Sucks failed to, I guess, I guess the word is deliver. I'm going to say they failed <laughs> to deliver on that one. Could have been way better. Um, but still, thank you for giving us that golden piece of content to talk about because a hardcore show at Denny's is something worth talking about. Oh, yeah. That Definitely. is fucking crazy. Jesus. All right, what fucking do you got for the next piece of news, Kyle? I don't really have anything except for the topic of the day, sir. Oh, I'm Mr. not going to lie to you. Mr. I'm not going to lie. All topic right. of the week is definitely my thing right now. Um, I did a lot of fucking research because I wanted to get every source of information. I'm not going to lie to you. Yeah, so like... That's right, guys. This is a uh, this is a Kyle episode for you. <laughs> so, um, without further ado, we're just gonna take a quick break and we're gonna go straight into the new releases. So don't go nowhere. <laughs> Welcome back. Welcome back to the new music podcast. This is now the new releases form of the show today we'll be talking about some smooth jazz <laughs> today we'll be talking about some smooth jazz <laughs> psych psych maybe one day we'll talk about smooth jazz but not today not today Sam. no not today um so suicide silence is back in my opinion suicide silence is back with their new fucking yep. song uh what what was it just like you was that was that the title Feel of alive. it? Feel alive. Oh wow! Feel what the alive. fuck? What the fuck? <laughs> what the fuck kind of name was I thinking of? What the fuck band was I thinking of? Oh, uh, that's a good question. Hold on, I'll I'll pull uh, up the Suicide Silence uh Spotify page really quick just to be sure. But yeah, their latest release was Feel Alive. They had so far. If you've been following what Suicide Silence has posted so far. First, it was Meltdown, which was just an instrumental, the entire opener right. to the album. Then we had yeah. Love Me to Death, and oh. now we have Feel Alive. Oh, I can't wait for this album. I'm not going to lie. Wait. I'm pretty hyped for this album. It seems to me like they're really going back to some of the roots of what this band was. Uh, what kind of like the band started off doing, which is more like the cleansing, and then obviously some of the later material like the Black Crown. Um. Love Me to Death is so far my favorite release that they put out so far. Feel yeah. Alive didn't really do it for me, but I'm still stoked nonetheless just to see new music from them. Oh, yeah. Especially the route that they're going. I'm super fucking stoked. The route that they're going, oh, I can't wait. I can't wait. Part of me is not sure really what to think of the album so far because we still have some elements of tea yeah. going on um <laughs> i just wanted a reason to say tea sorry guys. um 
we still have some elements from that album, the self-titled, that are going on. But I really think that it's not the yeah. stylistic choice. I think it's really more the instrumental route that I'm hearing. Um, but it was good. Feel Alive is still yeah. a good song. It's still better than than Doris. So, <laughs> but we can we can appreciate that. Yeah, definitely. There is one release in particular that I am stupid hyped to talk about, and that is a project called Shush. Now, about two or three years ago, Luke Griffin, one of my favorite vocalists, the vocalist from Acrania, he posted into the Pig Squeals and Breakdowns group that he was looking for someone to help him write spooky trap beats, spooky hip-hop like Ghost Mane. <laughs> and I shit my pants just at the thought of that at that oh, yeah. time because at two or three years ago trap metal was in diapers and it, when i say in diapers i mean like infant diapers okay right. it was just barely starting to happen and now we have all kinds of examples of what trap metal trap core and emo trap are luke griffin on the other hand was shush oh he's bringing the fucking heat he is literally still doing a crania vocal style like you know what you know Luke Griffin to do with the breeze right, right, and right. the high screams he's still doing all that it's just over trap beats so I'm fucking stoked he's only released one song and I think it's just Young Slaughter is the song but if this is the direction that trap metal is going we could be seeing the genre finally start to get go the direction that I've been liking to see it go, yeah. which is less of the distorted 808 and more of the bring me some good metal vocalists into trap music. <laughs> That's all we want. We Just don't do want it right. distorted 808. We don't want bad mixes. We want yes. trap with metal vocalists. So that is going on. Oh, yeah. And then we have where the fuck did it go? Okay, so we have some more blackened deathcore, probably leaning a little bit more on the blackened, is Devin to Embers. This guy is really making a splash in the metal industry. Oh, yeah. This guy, the video, I don't know how to explain it. The video rubs me the wrong way, and it's not because it's cringy black metal. It's because it's just... It doesn't do anything for me. I don't know. It's, it's a weird. It's it's a weird fucking video. Like, I don't know. I don't know how I feel about it. It's like. Oh, my God, I can't. I want to say it, it's good, in my opinion. I think it's really good. It's good for what it is. And oh, I, yeah. Again, I'm not trying to shit on you, dude. You you no. can do shit with your voice that <laughs> I couldn't even come near. <laughs> so that's a fact. I'm not trying to shit on you. But I am trying to say how I feel about it, which is mostly just that it kind of it made me cringe a little bit. Not in the like the wow that fucking scared the shit out of me. No, that was it was just kind of cringy to me because some black metal things really are kind of cringy. But still, nonetheless, this is fucking sick. You should absolutely oh, yeah. check out Devin to Embers. The song is called "The Frozen Lake." It's a it's a Slam Worldwide exclusive, so. You should already be subscribed to Slam Worldwide anyways, because even though 80% of what's on Slam Worldwide sounds exactly the same, 
you want to be up to date with what's going on there because yeah. it's always they're always dropping heat. Always got oh, pretty yeah. cool new slam releases, cool metal. You never know what's around the corner with Slam Worldwide. So, um, next we have um, where the fuck did it go? Where'd it go? Where are you? Um, you know this. This is funny. I'm, I'm seeing this again. We I meant to bring this up when we were talking about Juice World earlier, but Yellow Card is still resuming its uh, its copyright suit, which oh, is pretty yeah. fucking. Yeah. The fucking guy just died, and they're yeah, still gonna on. carry on with their lawsuit. Like, why? Why? Yeah. What I, do you I'm get out so of many it? Questions. Like money, money apparently. Well, obviously money, but like, come on, dude. The the guy's dead. Like, obviously his body is cold now, but like when this came out, his body was still fucking warm. Like, come on, dude. Like. Let the guy rest in peace. Fuck off with your money. Like, obviously, yes, it's about money, but come on. It's fucking ridiculous, dude. And unless he's the one that wrote the beat, I don't even see why Yeah, there's a case against him for it. Seriously. So, um, last I wanted to mention that Attacking Division came across, um, kind of like came into my focus not too long ago they're a great band and i definitely slept on their release because attacking the vision dropped their um let's see their video for dead inside i think that came out in august or june Mm -hmm. it was july july 26th is when they dropped that release and the album itself um that they put out was Let's see here. Attacking the Vision came out. Yeah, July 26th. Okay, so same date. The album is called Initium. If I had to guess, that's how that was said. Right. But it's it's absolutely something you should slap from front to back because I was very impressed with it. For especially for being a um a band that's well, I guess kind of unheard. They only have 4,000 listens on, on their Beheading the Traitor upload. So mm. it's, I want to see that band grow. They definitely are a band that deserves to grow. So check them out, is Absolutely. what we're saying. Facts. <laughs> and if we haven't already said it, this is going to be a short, um, it's almost short of everything except for the except for topic, this topic of the week. Of the week we're about to yeah. Hop into. yeah. Seriously. Not even gonna lie. Um <laughs> I'm I'm coming across a couple of uh news articles that we forgot to go over again. I think we're just so hyped to talk about topic of the week that we're just kind of rushing to get to it. Um yeah. so I will quickly gloss over, even though this is the wrong segment for it. Um Two pieces of news that I did want to uh, talk about. First of all, Jim Root and Mick Thompson are not the world's best heavy metal guitarists. Oh, yeah. Even though Blabbermouth put out that article, even though Music Radar did a poll yeah. about it, I'm I'm not going to let 1,000... Hold on. How many... 
17,000 voters. I'm not going to let those votes sway me away from that there aren't better guitars. sad to see so many other um artists fall by the wayside because these guys are getting so much hype yeah especially when you think about the fact that jay uh weinberg is that how you say that oh. uh, jay weinberg their drummer was yeah. also just named the world's best drummer the world's best metal drummer yeah um, yeah uh, i smell bullshit just putting that out there. All right. Um, if you have more thoughts on this, I absolutely want you to send us a um, an email to the new music podcast at gmail.com. We would love to hear what you had to say about that. Personally, I just think that I think that that was bought. I think those votes were bought. So I want to. I just want to put that out there. That's my suspicion. Um. Also, Jared Dines is. He had already kind of had this planned out, but it looks like he's in redemption mode because the $8,000 that was spent at Guitar Center um, were given to kids. Um, right. That was that was beautiful. That video made yes, me cry. Yes, it was. That video legit made me cry because it was so cute. It was so oh, cute. Oh, yeah. It was adorable. Check out that video. It was, it was so wholesome. I can't even believe that he got $20,000 for that guitar that fucking guitar holy shit <sighs> um but that's all i got um that's all i've got for new releases for this week there's more to follow because like i said disfiguring the goddess dropped a new record that i have got to check out it just came out today yeah. as we are recording it so i haven't checked it out yet um i'll talk about it next week and i'm pretty hyped to talk about that along with a couple of other things that just came out, like, um, where the fuck did it go? Um, Rich Sips by Bill Murray, because this fucking guy is dropping heat every other week. Yeah. Suicide Boys just dropped Fuck Your Culture. Don't really know what that's about, but yeah. their EP that came out earlier this year is absolutely in my top ten for releases of the year. So... Between that, and we definitely have to talk about Scarlord when we both get a chance to listen to the Scarlord release. Yes. Um, but that's all we've got. Um, we're going to take a quick break and hop into Topic of the Week. Which, your boy, is hype! Because <laughs> for once, Kyle's got a lot to say on a all topic. Alright, chill the fuck out. <laughs> chill the fuck out, okay? Alright, boys and girls, we'll be right back. <laughs> What's up, listeners? This is the New Music Podcast. This is the part of the show where we tell you guys how sick you are. I'm going to take a really quick shit. (laughs) So your feedback allows us to improve ourselves as we keep this show going. So whether you love us or hate us, you can call us at any time at 518-360-1134. Again, that's 518-360-1134. 
before. And if you're an artist or you know an artist that you want to talk about on the show, just shoot us an email at thenewmusicpodcast at gmail.com. And don't forget, guys, we also have the Instagram and Facebook group where we post lots of daily content. Just remember, we're three regular jackoffs from upstate New York. We don't bite that hard. So feel free to shoot us a message with anything you got. I think we are. I think I'm ready. I think I can. 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 All right, motherfuckers. Welcome back to the New Music Podcast. Thank you for your patience. This is Topic of the Week. Now, I'm going to yes, let Kyle is. take the wheel because Kyle, Kyle's got a hell of a fucking story. For All us. right. So this is, I don't know if you guys know this, but this is a fucking feud that's been going on for like a decade now. Um, it's going on a decade, and it's actually getting serious. Um so, what I'm talking about is the Eminem and fucking Nick Cannon feud. Some people are going to say it's not a feud, but yada, 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 because Eminem has dissed him yet, which I don't think you've noticed, but he's actually dissed him and Mariah Carey in 2009 with a diss track. So, and it all started with an album off of Fat a verse off of Fat Joe's new album, which you should check out, by the way. It's actually pretty fucking lit. But um, check him out. Uh, the new album is pretty lit. Um, so let's get into this bitch real quick. So a little backstory in this feud is back in 2009, uh, Mariah Carey was fucking Eminem, basically. Cool story, um, bro. Yeah, they were together, <laughs> and then she cheated on him with Nick Cannon, and then uh, Mariah Carey came out with a song called Obsessed, which was about Eminem, and then Eminem went, got into it, and actually Nick Cannon went back into it with something that he said on a podcast or some interview, I can't remember, um, but then Eminem came out with this track and I can't remember what it's called, but it was in 2000, it was released in 2009 and it was fucking, <laughs> it was pretty fucking savage. I'm not even going to lie. Pretty much talking about Mariah Carey being loose and shit like that. Nick Cannon being a bitch. Yeah. Being a slut and shit like that. So it, it gets pretty heavy. And then after Fat Joe's album with Eminem's verse, that's when Nick Cannon said, all right, that's it. And put out these, count them, three diss tracks, because the new one just came out yesterday. Um, I'm just going to audibly roll my eyes, because you can't see me actually rolling my eyes right now. So, let's get, I'm going to get right into this. We're, it's pretty much what, what me and Pat talked about before we started recording after the break or before the break, we I wanted to break this down into little segments. So what we're gonna do is break it down into the first diss track, which I believe, oh man, what the fuck is it? Oh, invitation. Invitation. Mm-hmm. Um so invitation was all right, let, let me start this out first. Patrick, have you seen the show While and Out? Nope. <clears throat> okay. Don't know so shit about the, it, to be honest. Yeah. All right, so if the listeners don't know, or the people that do know Wild and Out, 
this is for this is for the people that don't know. Wild and Out is based on a battle rap show that is made from made for people to like pretty much show what their skills is in rapping, which I think it's pretty cool. I enjoy the show. I think it's funny. It has some funny moments. Um, so Nick Cannon is is the producer and shit like that. So while and out, he has that. So <laughs> there's five people on this diss track, okay? Or I should say four people. I don't know who the fuck the last person is. I honestly have no idea. But honestly, in my opinion, he's fucking garbage. He is one of the worst fucking rappers I've ever fucking listened to. The vast majority of this shit just annoyed the hell oh, out no. of me. No, the, the mass majority of the fucking song is garbage, okay? Um, basically, what I'm basically going to say is, Wild and Out is literally just battle rappers going at each other with some surprise guests, like MGK, for instance, was in it. Mariah Carey was in it. Um, oh, fuck yes. Yeah, yeah. Um, and also, like, like just uh, Snoop Dogg was on it. Mac Miller was on it. Like, it's just a bunch of rap artists that were on it. So, um, Invitation, um, it has chips or clips. I keep calling them chips because he's fat as fuck. Um, so it has Nick Cannon featuring clips, Conceited, Hitman Holla, and whatever that fucking shitty ass rapper is that you, that probably won't get famous. But, um, Let's just go into it, okay? First of all, Invitation, if it's a diss track, okay? Let, let's just go into diss tracks. If it's a diss track, it should be only you, okay? <laughs> it should only be you dissing right, like, one person. Why, you don't need, why do you need fucking five people for this shit? It's you do not me. need five fucking people, okay? The Invitation, and first of all, the second diss track was the next day like come on guys like nick cannon for one i don't know any of your music i've heard it's garbage and just from you rapping one verse off this fucking track is dog shit okay it is dog shit so let's get into it okay let's break this down real quick so what he basically says in this what everybody says basically in this track, the first track, Invitation, was basically he's 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 a shit rapper, he's a bitch. Um that's basically it, honestly. Um if you've seen the show, Conceited is one of the top three battle rapper battle rappers but and hitman hollow's really good as well and clips is really really good as well like i said the fourth rapper i don't know who the fuck he is he's not on fucking wilding out he's fucking garbage dog shit but um they're really good at their work they're really good battle rappers and i'm i guarantee you pat i i'm telling you they did not write their verses 100% it feel like they did it all except for the last 
the the shit rapper except for him i feel like he did especially in the second diss track especially in the second diss track because he wanted to be oh i'm fucking edgy i'm gonna say this shit but no i feel like it was like how do you go up to somebody and be like hey i want to diss eminem but i'm too pussy to do it alone let's do let me call up four different people plus Sugar. And if people don't know who Sugar is, that is a bad motherfucker. Okay. <laughs> um, standing at six two, this standing motherfucker at six, two, in prison, shit. in prison as we speak. And if you don't know who Sugar is, we will get into that really fucking quick. But um, Good. as soon as this first track came out, it starts out. Let me give you the basics. It starts out as a. It shows a video in the studio. It's black and white because Nick Cannon can't afford color, apparently. Uh, um. Basically, it's just the studio, and it shows a phone. Sorry, I don't know and, why that uh, was so funny to me. <laughs> <laughs> and it. Also, like, I had no idea who this fucking person was that was talking on the answering machine, okay? I, I'm going to be completely honest with you. I had no idea who it was until I did some motherfucking research. Your boy did some research about who this motherfucker was. <laughs> um, so it's basically saying, Eminem a bitch, he's a pussy, bah, 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 I'd kill this motherfucker. Meanwhile, he is in fucking trial. For, he's first of all, he's life in prison, bro. He ain't getting the fuck out, okay? And he's also, and I'm pretty sure he violated his parole on this video. 100% he violated his parole at least five fucking times if you listen to the fucking video. If you listen to the whole fucking track. And he comes at the first start of it and then the end. So, and then basically, um, we're going to get, don't, don't get me wrong, we're going to get into sugar, okay? But that comes after the second diss track. But we're going to get into it. First track, it started with, I believe... So, Conceited didn't do anything at all in that first track. He was just there. Okay? He was just there. I think he did the chorus, which happened 15 fucking times. 15 times. How many fucking times do you need a chorus in a song? Seriously. Come on, bro. It, I think, oh no, it was how Hitman. long was the song itself? I think it was like three minutes, at least three minutes, two or three minutes, at least. So let's do some math here. It was six times, right? The, the chorus was in there six, seven times? I believe so. Six or seven times, at if least. If it was six times in a three minute song and your chorus is 20 seconds? Which, mind you, it has nothing song. to do with the disc track at all it makes no sense if you look up the lyrics it makes no sense whatsoever to the fucking disc at all it makes no sense so i believe hitman hollow went up first i believe no it was clips it was clips clips came up first and i mean his it, his verse was i right. not gonna lie it was i right. then it went to hitman hollow it was okay Conceited was just sitting there, you know, standing at a solid four foot tall, just like, I'm going to kill everybody. Basically, that's what Hitman did as well. Um, meanwhile, oh if, you, 
Meanwhile, if you watch Wild and Out, Hitman's a fucking bitch. Um, same with Conceited. Um, and don't get me wrong, I love the, I respect the hell out of these guys because I know their work and they're really fucking good. If they're on their fucking own. And then it comes to this other fucking rapper, which I still don't know his fucking name. I'm not even going to lie to you. I'm not even going to look it up because he's worthless. He is fucking terrible. His fucking verse was so bad. And then all suddenly Nick Cannon comes in and then he raps a verse. And it sounds like he's fucking whispering, first of all. (laughs) It sounds like he's whispering throughout the whole fucking track. Maybe he's going for the kind of like newer style of mumble I mean, rap. I don't know. Cause that maybe. I felt like that was what he was trying to kind of do, but oh, yeah. Nick Cannon I mean, isn't even a good rapper to begin with. So no, but when I you will, start there, I will, give him this. I will give him this. His flow is really good in the second slash third one. I'm not going to lie. His flow is really good, but he's a garbage rapper. Same with the other guy that we have no idea what the fuck his name is. Right. So I'm going to get into this little clip and I want to, I don't think you'll be able to hear it, but basically it'll be, I'll send it to Pat and maybe he'll put it in. Um, so it's basically Nick Cannon, um, with uh, how Eminem beat Nick Cannon without even trying. That's pretty much what the basic is. (laughs) Basically that's what it is. (laughs) And I don't think it's going to play, but it's basically having one of his friends on a, uh, on a podcast that I can't remember what it is. I think it's Jay-Z and something in the morning. I can't remember. It's a hip hop show that I don't necessarily watch or listen to in the morning. Um, but it's basically, they bring in rappers and shit like that to, especially one of them. That's really a big fan of Nick Cannon pretty much just shit talk rappers and try to get them hyped up and shit and try to like beat the shit out of them, which he does need a knuckle sandwich to the fucking face. Cause he's a prick. He's a prick. I'm not even going to lie to you, but, um, he was like, Oh yeah, Nick Cannon, let's go. Bah, bah, bah. And he honestly thought the Mariah Carey plus Nick Cannon versus Eminem. He honestly, he genuinely thinks that Nick Cannon and Mariah Carey won, which clearly they fucking didn't. I don't know who the fuck you listened to, but it definitely wasn't Nick Cannon or Mariah Carey because they're fucking garbage when it comes to disses. But um, basically it was that. Um, and now we're going to get into Suga. Um, Suga, if you don't know who he is, he is a big-time producer that has a beef with 50 Cent and Eminem. Now, now the reason why I said 50 Cent is because he gets in on this. Um, um, the real history comes- is that Suge Knight kind of has a history with... Well, his main thing was that he was a big part of Death Row Records. And yes. the whole thing with the Biggie and Tupac. So this is, this is real history. Like This goes really far yeah. back. Now, if you guys don't know, he is one of the reasons why 50 Cent got shot. One of the reasons why he got shot. Now, he goes on to Twitter. Now, this is when shit gets real. Because 50 Cent just learned that Suga was on the diss track for Eminem. 
And I quote, Nick Cannon, I told you soul for real ass. I can't say the N word <laughs> um, to say the fuck to stay the fuck away from mines. This shit ain't no hit em up audition. It's some street shit. Now you pulled Suge into this. And any of you, N-word, gets too close, I'm going to shoot the shit at you. Word to your mom, ho. Hashtag, get the strap. Hashtag, let me drill. Amazing. I haven't heard anybody say word to your mother in so long. X. Like, honestly, this is fucking history right here, which you said. This is fucking history. Yeah. So this is where I wanted to talk about this very closely. Like, this is the guy, if you don't know, that threatened Vanilla Ice to sign off Ice Ice Baby. So so Vanilla Ice gets absolutely no revenue at all to this song. Which was proven. There's some speculation about this. This is uh, as the things that I do know about the hip hop industry are not much. But one of the things I do know is is this story right here. The whole fucking did he or did he not hold him over a fucking balcony? Now this is the story by Vanilla. Yeah, by Vanilla Ice. Vanilla Ice said it signed. He signed it because Uh Suge took him to a balcony and pretty much said, you see the ground you're going to be hitting it. If you do not sign this to sign it over to, I can't remember the fucking name either of the guy that he signed it to that he's getting all this money from. But, um, but yeah, he threatened vanilla ice just to sign over something. So vanilla ice cannot get money on one of the, one of the biggest hits of the century, of that of that century, I should Despite say. It's very obvious stolen well, yeah. from Queen. Obviously. But that's, Obviously. You know, that's a whole that's other thing. A whole different thing. But um so so 50 Cent really got into it. Okay. And that was after and this was after the second diss track that came out. Because like I said, this was back to back diss tracks for no fucking reason at all. So it's- let's go to it's so fucking random. Yeah. So let's go to the second track called Pray For Him. Now, this is when Conceited actually rapped in this fucking beat. Actually rapped in this song. Um, so I wanted to talk about this song a little bit. Um, the song, like obvious, garbage. Um, and it yeah. takes five people to diss Eminem on a track. For uh, some reason. Yeah, for some reason. Um, so in this one, I believe it was, <laughs> it's just so crazy. Basically, this song was literally about you're going to lose and we invited you to lose, blah, 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 and to actually get over there and battle rap him or whatever the fuck, whatever. And um, it wasn't great. Um by any means it was like no because this it's so fucking condescending too or so fucking contradiction contradicting because it goes to nick cannon saying i ain't even got a rap on this bitch and then he then begins to rap on the fucking track like a fucking idiot (laughs) (laughs) the irony in the fucking sentence that that. he said love it That, that was that was so stupid 
But I don't even what, gotta, but I'm about to. Yeah, he's like, I ain't even gotta rap on this shit, but I'm gonna do it. And then basically just tried to talk shit. But, um, so Conceited's uh, shit was pretty good. I'm not gonna lie. Conceited and Hitman Holla are really good. I'm not, they're good at their craft. I, I will admit. That's the one thing that, but the problem with both of, which I didn't say on the first track, the problem that I have with both the tracks is, or both the videos is, they all forgot their fucking lines. They all forgot their lyrics in the fucking track. How do you do that? At least get rid of the places where they're like mumbling, kind of. Dude, come on. It's basic pro oh my god it's basic shit it's basic editing like come on dude it's not that hard who the fuck edited it your fucking retarded nephew come on bro clearly man come on so (laughs) yeah like come on dude like if you're trying to do a diss track edit the shit where you forget your lines that's basic or just do extra takes yeah. Do what or you got to do to make it look yeah. good. Like, how the fuck did this this pass for someone who is a producer? Yeah. Like, I, I don't understand how this kind of... is a producer. Like, I don't understand. So, let's get into the main reason why I wanted to talk about the second diss track. Um, Juice World pops up in this track. Um, yeah. This shit... Alright. Um... Which was the rapper that we have no idea what his name is. First of all, th- this is basically the thing. Basically, what he said was, uh, "God, I wish God took you instead of Juice World." Okay. Um. Let me get into that real quick. First of all, that that happened. This track went down the next day. So it was basically two days or maybe even a day. I can't even remember what day Juice World died. But basically the man's fucking the man is still warm. Okay. Leave him the fuck alone. That is mad disrespect. Disrespectful. Like, like, first of all, we nobody knows who the fuck you are. Okay, nobody knows who you are, and you're about to get bodied by the internet and by Eminem if he makes a diss track. Okay, like don't fucking come at like I'm not saying I haven't li- I've never listened to Juice World. I'm I'm just gonna come out right and say it. I've only listened to one song by him, and it's a very it, everybody knows it by Juice World, and I can't remember. I think it was like I still see you, you shadow in the in my bedroom or something like that. But it, that's one of his biggest tracks. Like I'm not gonna lie to you, I have no idea what Juice. I don't know what he's capable of. I don't know what he was. I don't know about Juice World. But let the man fucking rest, okay? Leave him the fuck alone. Leave him to rest. Like, at least have that myself, man. Like, have that respect. Like, honestly, at that point, we don't, like I said, we don't know who the fuck you are. (laughs) We have no idea who you are. You look like a fucking, a family dollar version of fucking Lil Wayne. Calm the fuck down, dude. 
a little oh, way with no shit. fucking tattoos, plus you you buy it from Family Dollar. That's your fucking clearance, Lil Wayne. That's basically it. Leave him the fuck alone, okay? Now, oh, man. the track is garbage. You can look up all these if you want, guys. Like, I don't, I don't recommend looking this up, but if you want to look the fucking songs up, you can go through it. Now, there also is a video where I believe Clip, no, um, what the fuck's his name? Uh, he's a YouTube rapper, and I can't remember his name, but if you want to, like, really go into depth, like, like we did, um, I sent it to Pat also, and he watched the video, the two videos that came up. It was, um, what is yeah. wrong with, uh, pray for him or, uh, invitation. Look that shit up, because it'll really go in depth in this. Yeah, that Crip guy really had fun making oh, the video. That's what it's Crip. Crip. Um, and he's a great artist as well, so go check him out too. Um, but basically, Crip goes really into detail of this fucking video. Um, of both videos, actually. Uh, so, um, oh, I think I lost track of what I was doing. Oh, there was some... Oh, also, in various interviews or podcast that he's been into, Nick Cannon has always praised Eminem. Always praised Eminem as a lyricist and mostly as a lyricist. And he says in the second video of Pray For Him that he's not a lyricist. He's a shit lyricist. It's one of those things that's just like, what are you really trying to accomplish here? Because when you hear him kind of contradict himself in moments like this, this okay obviously i'll go into this in further detail after kyle goes down the whole and tells the whole story but i i'm just not buying any of this like i really right. think that there is an obvious marketing um ploy dude to this. this has been this is over almost now over 10 fucking years ago like this right now from this recording it's 10 years ago that this feud started and who knows, maybe this comes out in 2020, so it's 11 years old now. This feud has been 11 years old. But it's like, like I, I, I don't even know. Like, every fucking interview that Nick Cannon does talking about Eminem, he's basically sucking his dick. Basically. Because he's like, oh, this guy's so great. Go Beautiful. get that dick. Bye-bye. <laughs> And it's like, dude, can you swallow any more of any M&M's cum? Like, come on, dude. And Honestly, then you're I feel come... like if he did, he would be like, <laughs> he'd be more white. Now, <laughs> that's a fact. But um, now let's go into <laughs> the third fucking track, which just dropped uh, yesterday. Now, um, this, this is the only one I haven't long. heard yet. It's four minutes long. I sent it to you, Pat. Um... It's, I believe it's four minutes and 24 seconds or four minutes and 32 seconds. A minute and 45 seconds is basically clipping an Eminem track, okay? And having okay. Nick Cannon saying, for real? Literally, that's it. And I don't know what song it is. You can write in the comments or you can- if you know what it is, yeah. You know what it is. Shoot can't remember- email. But this is a long time ago, which he permanently or very well apologized for this track. 
saying that he hates black women and he loves white women. Okay. Now this is, or fuck black bitches. That's basically what he says. And he loves white women and he's firmly apologized for that for obvious fucking reasons. And basically in this, it's literally a minute and like literally half the song is literally that clip. And I was like, what the fuck is going on? Is this fake? Right, like what? Like why the even bother? Yeah. The track is called invitation canceled. Okay. And Oh wait, before I get into this, I forgot about the tweets that Eminem did. I forgot about that. So after the first and second thing that came out, the first diss tracks that came out, Mm-hmm. literally the same day and I quote Marshall Mathers Eminem you mad bro stop lying on my stop lying on my dick I never even had a chauffeur you boogie fuck with a clown emoji now <laughs> now after he posted Uh oh, I think we lost Kyle. All right, did you hear oh. any? No. Okay, what did you hear? <laughs> Here we have, and then. So you heard about the you mad bro? That's the one thing I wanted to clarify. I heard you reading um his tweet his tweets, but then you you dread. All right, so you heard the you mad bro stop lying on my dick. I never even yes. had a show. For, okay, yeah. So the literally the same day, <laughs> he says, "I demand an apology, Nicholas. You've made my gardener so jealous." So <laughs> that that's basically his tweets. But we're gonna go on to the third, the third diss track. But like I said, it's literally half the song is basically a clip of of that and him pretty much saying um, basically him saying that why would you say that blah 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 or for real yo um, and basically when he starts rapping right away, his flow is really good. I will continuously say that his flow is good. I'm not going to mm-hmm. lie to you. It's good. I give the man his props. His flow is good. He's not a mumble rapper, which I respect. I respect. He pretty much goes to say that he is a modern day clan member for the KKK, basically. And he's basically pulling the white or the black card in this whole situation of this track. Now, in my opinion, that's fucking weak. Yeah. Okay, that's pretty fucking weak. Um, if you want to listen to it, guys, and skip pretty much half the song, huh. go to uh, "Invitation Cancelled" by Nick Cannon. Um, none of the guys are on it. It's just basically him. It's all him, plus a couple of edits of that song that we were talking about of Eminem apologized for. But um. It's it's basically that. It's basically him trying to pull the race card like he's living in 1800s. Like, grow the fuck up. He's, it's a pretty he's, fucking weak argument. It's pretty fucking weak. 
like, oh, he's a modern day KKK member, or is he, or, and I quote, it should be, I believe he said, he's a modern day clan member, and you guys are too stupid to realize it, or something like that, something along the lines of that. But it's like, I don't think you realized how much shit he's been through and or oh and he also talks about on the second track he makes fun of his sobriety he makes fun of his sobriety his drug drug problem which meanwhile he's 11 years 11 years clean which props to him props to him bro that ain't fucking 100% and also he talks about he's also making fun of him in the second track about oh um he takes care of three little three wit three girls. One of them is his, and the other two are not. Yeah, which, the other two guys, he saved from drug abusive households. Drug right? abusive household, and on this date of the distract, the second distract, the girl's father died of an overdose. So, you're making fun of something that he tried to get. You're making fun of what he's, you know, I, I can't explain. Him doing good, like. Him doing good of trying to help these girls, these little girls. And then you pull out a diss track saying that he's a drug addict, which he hasn't been a drug addict in 11 years. Grow the fuck up. If you're going to. If you're going to praise him, suck his dick, basically, on every fucking interview that you've ever done, and then come out with a diss track that's basically my fucking nephews that were just born like a couple months ago can fucking write. And basically, you were killing the careers of Clips, Hitman Holla, and Conceited, and... The other guy, which we have no idea what the fuck his name is. He's a fucking retard. (laughs) That's what you're going to do. That's what we do now in the rap industry. Mm -hmm. Apparently. And I'm telling you right now, if I may, if I may quote, if I may quote Kid Rock, okay? I'm going to quote him real quick. Again, maybe. Maybe. Um, Your arms are too short to box with God. That man is a god. I'm sorry. You cannot beat Eminem. No Dude, one MGK has come couldn't close. MGK couldn't. <laughs> Nobody I, I, could. Here's the thing. At least last year's MGK beef was kind of entertaining. Good. It was fucking yeah. good. This? And it was actually one fucking person on a goddamn diss track. Not fucking six of you motherfuckers. Like... It's How many people does it make? Does it take to make a good fucking diss track? It's just one like, fucking even, person, literally. Like, even when I heard the MGK diss track, I just thought, "Oh, this is him just trying to build hype for MGK's release." All right, whatever, whatever. Yeah, whatever. That was at least entertaining. This shit, this and shit honestly, is weak. Yeah, and honestly, all- it wasn't with MGK. The MGK one, it really wasn't because basically his album was basically a, basically about his struggle with depression and suicidal tendencies. That was literally it. 
and about the social media for MGK's shit, that new album that came out. And I props to fucking MGK. Still a great fucking album. Yo, you but still Nick, praise the hell out of him. I do. I do. It was a stupid move. But either way, he fucking skyrocketed with his popularity with this new album. Nick Cannon, you have a fucking show. And you're a producer. You produce people. And you also have a sh- Like I said, you have a show taking people under your wing and showing them the spotlight. Fucking grow up. You're going after a person that destroyed you 10 years ago. You know what this really (laughs) says? You can't fucking let it go. No. Like, that's sad. and And the best part is you cheated on Mariah Carey anyway. So what the oh. fuck's point? You got married to the woman, okay? You put her on your show, and then you fucking cheat on her with a white bitch that nobody fucking knows on while and out. Come on, yo. On your own fucking show, you cheat on your wife, Mariah Carey. Meanwhile, Mariah Carey has all the fucking STDs you fucking want, but that's besides the point. Because it's proven by Eminem that she had different shit. In her fucking push. She had a bunch of fucking people in her fucking vagina. But that's besides the point. You cheated on Mariah Carey. That pretty much. Is worth way more than what you were worth. For a while and out girl. That's worth a McDonald's McDouble. Come on bro. Come on bro. (laughs) That's on your show. Come on dude. Grow the fuck up. You are not. A real fucking man. Come on, dude. And then you're trying to box with God. Come on. With five different people backing you up. With four different people. On a diss track. And what about... And what about the whole fucking Suge Knight thing? Like, I honestly... Do you have any idea why he was even on that fucking song? Because I don't. Nobody knows, dude. It's literally I get he he probably it in the in the video that I showed you, he doesn't even know what the fuck's going on. It's proven that he doesn't know what the fuck's going on. He basically Nick Cannon probably called him and's like, "Hey, I want you to say this. Talk about Eminem right now." And then say my name one time. <laughs> Basic. And it even shows it's not even a voice message. It's like the recording of like you're recording a voice, like pretty much what you did for your voicemail. It's basically that. It's like, hey, I'm not here right now. It's basically that. Which they're supposed to edit that out. I feel which like a publicist they did. is the one that like which they orchestrated did. it. Yeah. Which no, I they- feel like a publicist like sat down with Suge Knight and was like, listen. I'm with Nick Cannon. He's this guy, this guy, this guy. No, We're going to have you say this. It's proven that he called Nick. He he called Shug. 100% he called him. And he's like, all right, I want you to do this. I want to record it, and this is what's going on. And he's basically violating parole. Meanwhile, if you guys don't know, he has another trial for murder. So, And he's already serving life. So well, that's kind of just Suge, Suge Knight's M.O. Like he, he's always just been the like, he doesn't uh, care now. He basically, right. he's, and he, he shouldn't, care. he shouldn't, he should just spend his time in, in, in jail, 
and rocks Max like he care. like he deserves because clearly he and it, it's just one of those fucking things that just like you know you, you had it all going for you and then especially like in Chug Knight's case where you you had it all going for you 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 threw it all away because you made one mistake which is exactly what happened Chug Knight was supposed to be um a football star but he Oh, I don't yeah. know exactly what he did wrong, but he fucked something up, and then he missed he missed out on his full ride. And, and now, sir, what? Well, he also came, yeah, and then he became a producer, and then he turned into this big drug addict asshole that yep. was money hungry. Yep. And now, now we have almost almost what looks like the same thing going on with Nick Nick Cannon. He's he's getting a taste of what this is. Yeah really all and about and I it's really, just... especially with 50 cent dude like that's fucking history you don't fucking put sugar on a track at all when it comes to those ogs you do not had no circumstance unless you want a death wish like that's what i don't understand it's like yeah it's edgy but you don't realize nick cannon what the fuck you're doing like you don't understand what you're doing and what you're putting yourself up to because that's that's some fucking history that you do not want to get into with anybody it's just weak it's just bottom line is this whole fucking debate like this whole back and forth is just so fucking weak it's just no oh, no it is and i'm like all right let let's just get into this pat do you want Eminem to respond no, like, I don't think he even fucking needs to. I'll, I'll I'll quote exactly what I said in our interview, and that's that he could seriously title a YouTube video right now saying his response to Nick Cannon's M, uh, diss tracks. He could post on sit Twitter. Sit in front of the camera. I don't care. Just sit in front of the camera. Look at it with the same, like, really, bitch, please, face. You know, like, just cl- completely blank look on his face. Be like, what and and he doesn't have to do shit he really doesn't because the internet is doing it for him facts like it's just crazy dude like i especially the disrespect and the most ignorant comments for racism is just just ridiculous like yeah, Eminem is 47 years old. Okay? He's 47 years old. He's been through hell. Why would all suddenly he's a fucking racist now? Really, dude? Come on! Nick Cannon, you're 43 fucking years old. And you're saying that he's old? Mariah is fucking almost 60. Calm the fuck down. Okay? Calm down, dude. And you're going to talk I, shit about an old person? Like, dude, you're you're pretty much the same age as him. You're just like seven years younger. Or at least six or five. One on, of the two. He's 43. He's like 40-something. At least 40. That's weak. I don't know. Stick to your fucking turban-wearing ass, wearing fucking playing while and out. And also, I didn't even think about going into this pat which we talked about was he made a video on instagram clicking fucking bottles on his show while and out reenacting a fucking movie 
the Warriors saying, oh, Marshall, come out and play. And then the crowd goes, where are you at, Eminem? Which, if nobody has seen the Warriors, which I personally haven't, so I had to do a little research. He's basically portraying the bad character that gets the good guy shot and starts a whole fucking war and he gets away with it. Or no, it's either he gets away with it or he gets killed very drastically (laughs) and very dramatically. Which I didn't get into before the third track came out. I really don't even remember if I've seen the Warriors or not. It's just I have. I don't believe I've seen it. But there's a video came out. This generation has, to be honest. No, 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 no. That's an old fucking movie. It is. But it's a good movie. But it's a good one. (sighs) But. But basically, this rivalry or this fucking feud or whatever is basically one sided feud. It's one sided, even though the only person that's actually giving out work is Nick Cannon, which the work is fucking dumb and it's terrible. But Eminem really doesn't have to do anything. In my opinion, Eminem, as much as I really want him to answer, and I want him to destroy Nick Cannon in a verse or a one track. Verse. Just one, one verse. verse. No like, hook. even just one verse. No hook. No beat. As, just, yeah. just fucking lay it out there. Do, do the same thing as Donald Trump. What he did with Donald Trump. Yeah. Honestly. And by the way, Donald Trump <laughs> is impeached. Hallelujah. But that's besides the point. He's not orange. <laughs> He's impeached. <laughs> but anyway uh, no this motherfucker well honestly in my honest opinion i want him to do a diss i really do i want to hear another eminem diss track for nick cannon but i don't feel like he needs to i no, don't feel don't. like he needs to he don't he really doesn't bigger, bigger fish to fry seriously but i think it'd be hilarious if he like... showed up on the mass singer because then isn't he a producer on that show too um, I don't know about that one, but I would also love for him to sh- to just randomly show up in his show without even him knowing, without any of the cast knowing. Yo, that'd be hilarious if he just shows in, up in some, like, WWE-like style fashion yeah. and just starts dropping, dropping fists on him and shit. That... <laughs> but that would be also stupid because it would well, yeah, be... It'd be stupid. Because everybody would gang up on M. Some of them would gang up on M just Obviously. to help just to help their jobs. But that's besides the point. I would say if he was to go on to Wild and Out, it would have to be with nobody knowing. And he would have to show up a little late and make a grand fucking entrance and sit in the front fucking row. Just by himself. Just by himself. You think they'd recognize him if they did blackface on him? To make him look like a different person. Throw a couple of special, a little bit of special effects makeup. He shouldn't have to wear a disguise, bro. Literally just walk into the fucking studio. Oh, no, I'm not saying he should have to. I'm just saying it would be funny as hell if he did. Oh, no. And he starts pulling off all the pieces and he's like, what was that you said about me? (laughs) Like, like he he literally just has to show up, dude. And the whole fucking crowd is going to go fucking insane. And Twitter... And every fucking social media will blow the fuck up. 
if that ever happened. But I, like I said, I would love for him to destroy Nick Cannon on a beat, but he really shouldn't because he doesn't have to. The internet and himself is doing it for him. This is a fact. So that's basically, yeah. So that's basically the topic of the week. I hope you fucking enjoyed because I enjoyed going over this topic. If you want to go, I have never seen Kyle this like ecstatic over a topic. Oh, yeah. I'm fucking hype. Um, I really, if you guys are looking for some fun and to really get into the Nick Cannon and Eminem feud, look up the 2009 Mariah Carey and Nick Cannon disc and then go into the actual diss tracks of the invitation. Pray for him and cancel invitation. And also look up what is wrong with both of those yeah. tracks. Because those Honestly, really like can- my introduction to the whole like thing was those videos that you sent. So like my obviously my opinion's a little bit biased because it's it the whole topic was introduced to me through the what's wrong with Nick Cannon's disc videos. But at the same time, I don't think my opinion would have been much different than what he had to say anyways. Yeah. I just don't think I would have noticed all the like flaws that he pointed out, especially the one with um, the forgetting your words. Because I don't think I would have watched that closely. No, I didn't. I didn't see that either. So that's what brought me to the eye of it. But um, definitely, guys, look that up if you want to really get into because the, the guy says it better. The guy really goes through it better. Um, and he clipped it all together for YouTube. So oh, that yeah. means that he, he, he really did go and lace in. Mm-hmm. So check him out. Um, let, us, let us know how you feel. Should he, All right, here we go. Should Eminem do a diss track? If you want to see it, let us know. Or if you don't want him to do it, just let us know. Like, just why? Pick your choice. Either you want him to be on a diss track and why, or don't, or why. I really want to know about this. This about DM you guys. us on the Instagram. We'll we'll throw in this clip. Um, I'll, I'll isolate this clip and put it on an Instagram story. We'll do a poll. Should Eminem do a diss track back or not? Absolutely. We would love. We would love to hear what you have to say about it. And if you have, if you want to tell us why, then fucking tell us. We don't care. Just oh yeah, give us a fucking essay. Us. We'll share it on the. We we'll share it on the Instagram. We'll share it. Exactly. All right, boys and girls, that was topic of the week. Thanks again for checking out the podcast. If you've made it this far, first of all, we made it. Um, Nick Cannon. First of all, if you're listening to us, fucking sh- fuck off. I hate you. That was weak, but I'll I'll accept it. Fuck um, you, it's still better than the whole Eminem disc, so I'll give like, you that. You're fucking garbage. <laughs> you stick to your fucking show. You're fucking dog shit. You're garbage. Just produce rap. Don't don't try to rap. There's some people Please. that are just, there's some people that are producers, and there's some people the that are. The only rappers. song that you got was from R. Kelly, and that's saying something because R. Kelly is not great. <laughs> And the controversy on R. Kelly. So, do we really even need to open that one up? Okay. I mean, if you want us to open that one up, we can do a full deep dive and do a whole episode on it. I would love to do a whole episode on the R. Kelly bullshit. 
Same, honestly. If we do some shit like that, it'd be like some uh, conspiracies within the music industry yeah. type well, shit. Well, honestly, Nick Cannon, your only good song was featuring R. Kelly, so fuck off. <sighs> With that said, thanks for uh, checking out the podcast. Obviously, you need to get on the Facebook page, like that shit, be active, yes. get in the Facebook group, because that shit's lit. And of course, we're posting memes daily on Instagram. So Which you need to get on that shit. We just passed fourteen hundred followers, guys. We're yeah, killing it. That's a that's a big deal considering that the last episode we did, we were just passing twelve hundred. Like we're growing so quick now. It's it's amazing. It's amazing. So share the shit. Share the shit out of this. Exactly. Share that shit. Tell your friends all about us. Let them know that we're kind of it and that we're funny about it. <laughs> Thanks again for listening and bye bye.